Welcome to Gateway Church Cymru, a church where anyone can be transformed by the story of Jesus. Wherever you find yourself, we pray that you would be encouraged today by God's Word. This morning I want us first of all to look at uh, Ecclesiastes 3, a very well-known short passage, uh, just the first eight verses this morning. Ecclesiastes chapter 3. Um, reading this um, about three weeks ago or so and it was something that I know um, came into my mind that I felt that I could bring uh, even this morning. It says Ecclesiastes 3 verse 1 there is a time for everything a season for every activity under heaven a time to be born and a time to die, a time to plant and a time to uproot, a time to kill and a time to heal time to tear down and a time to build a time to weep and a time to laugh a time to mourn and a time to dance a time to scatter stones and a time to gather them a time to embrace and a time to refrain a time to search and a time to give up a time to keep and a time to throw away a time to tear and a time to mend a time to be silent and a time to speak a time to love and a time to hate a time for war Uh, the writer here was um, talking about life in general and um, lots of times he talked about some things being meaningless but uh, the great thing is he came up to the end of it and realized that um, the, the benefit of just having our God surpasses everything uh, and the need for that uh, and him within our lives. But um, time was a thing that, um, that governs us so much. David and I, at the beginning of every month, we're upstairs, starting to come to Monday, and we say, I think it's an age thing, I think. We, we say, hasn't time flown? Look, we're already into September. I said to Adele yesterday, you're halfway through September already, and the time is just going on. Uh, one of my staff has been telling us, us in school, it's uh, just over 100 days to Christmas, and this is what she's on about all the time. It's time just moving, it moves on and seems to move on very quickly. And uh, I don't know, it, it governs us so much in school. Uh, I'm, I'm sure those in school uh, agree. You know, it's um, on our first day back in September, we talk about Christmas and we talk about what we're going to do and how we're going to do it. And uh, we almost uh, speed our lives through in school because we go by terms and uh, we're already talking about the end of this term. And, won't be long in a number of months weeks time we'll be talking about January uh, and we just seem to be going uh, to the next one already and time seems to govern us um, we have play times and we have tidy up times we have PE times and we have lunch time which is one of my favorites we have home time other people like that and, and, and all these times and it just seems to keep on going amongst us and and I think as as you get as old as I uh, you realize that time is precious. It's a precious thing, even for us. And uh, as I was thinking of this time, it was uh, took me back to the fact that uh, God created it right at the very beginning. Um, you know, God was there before this world was created. Um, and he wasn't in time like we're in now. Because it was he who, who created this universe we live in. The sun and the moon and the stars, this planet... Um, it says that God said, let there be light, and there was light. And he saw that it was good, and he, 
and sort of sectioned it off and said the light was day and the, the darkness was, was night and we had morning and evening. And God created time even that we are part of. But he was before then. And uh, he doesn't, he works in our time, but he doesn't necessarily, we only can think in our time, but he thinks in different ways. First of all, in um, in Second Corinthians, he, he almost, he, God brings almost two, a different time, but um, but a two, a twice time, a two time, or, or he defines it in two ways. He said, so we fix our eyes not on what is seen, but what is on what is unseen, since what is seen is temporary, and what is unseen is eternal. So to God, there's almost a temporal time and eternal time, and it is and needs to be for us as well. There's a time where everything that we see and hear is our time, but there's an eternity as well, the before and after, or a short time in the middle. Uh, Pastor Colin always quoted, um, time is short, eternity is long, get it right. Help us to think about not just the, the temporal things, but the eternal things, because time is short. And uh, the, God's word tells us that he just, will just bring uh, our time to a close. Um, in Revel, in uh, Ephesians, he says that he'll just uh, close it all up and he'll bring this earth as we know it to a close. And in, uh, then we go back into the eternal time because heaven will be invited and we will be members and uh, citizens of heaven. But it won't be time as we know it because Revelation says there won't be any sun there, there won't be any moon, there's no need for that. So we won't be governed by a 24-hour clock or anything. We will be in eternal time. So not just the temporal that we have, but in eternal as well. But this, this time got me thinking, and um, I just want to give us, um, I've got five points, very short points in a sense, just talking about time and time in our lives up now. First one, the right time, the right time. One of my favorite verses, Romans 5, verse 6, you see, you see, at just the right time, when we were still powerless, Christ died for the ungodly. And it's the right time in God's thinking. Now, it's, it's always, well, you, you can't think of it, you can't work it out in a sense. Jesus came about 2,000 years ago. Why he came that point in history, I, I don't know, and I don't think the Bible tells us. You know, why then? I don't know. Uh, I know it was a time of darkness, and, um, and God, uh, God's people weren't listening to God. It was a time where God was quiet at that time. But that lasted a, hundred, a few hundred years. But God, at the right time, sent Jesus into history. It was a time where we were powerless. It was a time where um, we, we couldn't do things for ourselves. It was a time where the Jewish leaders weren't responsive. But you know what? It was in God's plan. God's plan of salvation was perfect. It was a plan worked out. He, he, he said thousands of years before that a baby would be born. That one in Bethlehem to a virgin would come at just at the right time and save his people at the right time. And you know, the way God orchestrated the Ark, I remember Christmas, the, the Joseph and Mary and the, the shepherds and the angels and the star of Bethlehem. But it was all put into God's plan. 
When you think the wise men, they had traveled maybe for a couple of years, but it was still in God's time. God's right time into the life of our history is also the right time into our lives as well, if we allow him to be. 2 Corinthians 6, verse uh, 2 says, But he says, In the time of my favor, I heard you, and in the day of salvation, I helped you. I tell you, now is the time of God's favor. Now is the day of salvation. God heard us at the right time. Whenever you called out to him, he heard you. Now, we may not always see the result of that. Um, we're in a, in a society that want things now. Um, years ago, you would, uh, in my younger days, if you wanted to get in touch with someone, didn't have a phone at one time, not a mobile, I'm talking about a phone in the house, you know, so you'd send a letter, and that would take X number of days to get there, that person would open it, they'd read it, they'd respond, and it would come back X number of days later. Um, we then got to a time when we could try and phone someone, and we'd leave a message, and we'd, we'd wait for somebody to get back to us. Um, these days, you, you text someone, and then you look at your phone, and you're thinking, why haven't they texted me back yet? You know, we, we want things that quickly. You know, all the ping meals that we have, you know, pop it in, get it ready, and let's get on with our, our busy lives. And, and, and we demand things so quickly. But you know what's what? Sometimes God wants us to wait. God wants to bring the right time into our lives. Uh, the word that he wants to, to put into us, the, the um the way he wants to change our lives, the way he wants to guide us, the way he wants to move us, we've got to be willing to allow his right time into our lives. Now, that doesn't mean that we, we put things off and wait till tomorrow before we pray about it or wait until next week or something like that. Uh, I think the now part of the right time for us is very important. We, even though we don't see the answers straight away, we still pray for the, at the now uh, even though we, we, we can believe that God is going to answer the prayer, we still pray and we still seek even in the now. The now part for us is very important because we don't know what tomorrow or the future. We only are guaranteed the now. So this is what, where we live in. We live in the now to do what we need to do. And uh, it's, it's important as well to, to think of it as the, as the right time for us to do as the now is because um, this is the time we have. Uh, Psalm 32, verse 6 says, uh, while there is still time, seek God. You know, we, we, God gives us this breath that we breathe even today. Breathing today, we are to seek him. We are to do it now so that in his right time, he will bring about these things. Even if it, if it requires us to, to wait and to seek for a a while, we still do it now so that God will answer in his time. So there is a right time, a right time in, in our lives as well as we, as we seek him and, and commit ourselves to him. But then as I, as I was thought a little bit more of that, uh, my second point is the fact that it's easy to lose time or to waste time, however you want to describe it, to, to pass the time away. Matthew 25 um, Jesus told a parable, a well-known parable that we, we're all aware of. It was a, 
a parable about the talents, the, the, the money that was given by a master to his servants. He called his three servants together. Uh, he said that I, he was going on, on, a, on a journey and th this is the, the money that I want you to look after. And he gave five to one and two to another and one to the third. And, and he said, I, I'm going away. I don't know when I'm going to be back, but I'm going away. Here, look after this money. Do something with it. And uh, we, we, I'm sure we all know the parable that uh, two of them, their money was doubled. The five became ten and the two became four. Uh, but we also know that the, the one was uh, hidden in the ground, dug a hole, put it in the ground, out of the way. And then the master returned. And then in verse 20 of Matthew 25, um, Jesus is telling the story and he says, The man who had received five bags of gold brought the other five. Master, he said, you entrusted me, me with five bags of gold. See, I have gained five more. His master replied, well done, good and faithful servant. I think that's a great phrase that we want to be hearing when we meet Christ ourselves. Well done, you good and faithful servant. You have been faithful with a few things. I will put you in charge of many things. Come and share your master's happiness. And that was a good return for him. That was a great thing that he could rejoice in in this story. <clears throat> but as we know, the... The one came and uh, just brought the one bag. I, I buried it and did nothing with it. But here's this one thing you've given me. And uh, the master wasn't pleased with that. And Jesus was telling this parable because he, he was talking about the time that we have before his second coming. This time that we live in. This, this time that we, he allows me to breathe. He's given me this time and he's given me and he's given you different things. Um, to work with as well and the the one man in the story wasted his time like the talents quite often we think of money or we think of the abilities to do something but I, I think we can even and it's not stretching it to think that the talent is the time that we're given God gives us time that we can use and uh, in a profitable productive way it's things that we should that we have before his second coming and we can use it we can use the time that we have for his glory and his praise but we can also waste the time that he's given us and, and lose it and, and not be productive in what we do but God wants us to use the time that we have uh, in, a, in a productive way in a good way Ephesians 5 verse 15 says be very careful then how you live not as the unwise, but as the wise, making the most of every opportunity because the days are evil. Um, days are evil here. We've lived that. It was the time with Paul the Apostle as well. Days were evil then. And in a sense, they are no different, if not maybe worse. I don't know. Um, but it's a time where God is saying to us through this letter of Paul, use the time well. Value your time. Use it for his purpose and uh, for us to be productive in God's kingdom even for the now in our lives so don't lose the time and don't waste the time and uh, go, moving on I'm I was thinking you know we all we've all got 24 hours in a day I'd like 25 okay or even 26 I, you seem to come to the end of what you've got to do and you think oh if I could stay here a bit longer I, I could do a bit more 
and um, but yeah, we'll just move on and you, 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 you come to the end of the day. But then as I thought about that, we can make time. Um, we, we don't actually move the clock back an hour or anything like that, but we can make time, or we do make time. You know, I make time to do especially what I want to do. If I want to watch some of the rugby games coming up in the World Cup now, maybe I'll juggle a few things round in order to be able to watch a game there. Or maybe I'll make the time by somewhere on record and actually watch it or something. I'll make time to do the things that I want to do um, that, that, that suits myself. Jesus, is in, a, in another parable, talked about a man, a farmer, and uh, he was doing his job. He was doing the right things. He was producing fine crops, a, a, you know, a good meal. He was going about doing his, his job as he was supposed to do and doing it well. Uh, and then he started to realize that, um, I don't know, you, you, Jesus was saying he was starting to get greedy, basically. He was saying that this is all he was putting his life into, doing his job as best as he can. And uh, in the end, the man started saying, oh, I'm going to build bigger barns and I'll store more food. And in years to come, I'll be happy and healthy and just eat away um, and enjoy his life. But um, in the story, Jesus was saying, well, today was the important day for him, not the future, but today. And he wanted him not to waste the time on what we often think, think are really good things, but it's to put our time and effort into the things that God is pleased with and what he wants us to do in our lives. Now, that doesn't mean you stop your jobs uh, because I, I really believe God wants me to do my job. But it, it, it's, it's realizing it's a job that can be used for his glory and his opportunity and things in his life. Uh, so this man was trying to make time for himself, but God is trying to remind us to make time for God himself, make time for him, um, to make time so that we, we, we spend time with him, um, make time so that we have our own personal quiet time, this daily thing. We, we heard that even la last week with, with Pastor Rick. He talked about how um, David prayed daily. And uh, when Jesus said to us, uh, our Father in heaven, Forgive us, um, give us this day our daily bread. So there was a need for that Jesus was showing to us that it's a daily experience. And we too, it's, um, it's important that we make the time for our daily meeting with God. Now, God is with us all the time. He's with us as we walk along. He's with me in school. He's with you um, doing the dishes or going on the post office or anything like that. But there is a need for even uh, for us and me as well to set aside even the daily time. Uh, some people like doing it in the morning. Some people like doing it in the evening. It's, it's, it's not the question when and how and all this. It's the fact that each day you come to God and make the time to spend uh, with God ourselves. Making this time. But there's also the need to make the time for this. Well done, everybody. You've made time this morning for prayer. Thank you very much. But that's important. It's important that we gather together because not everybody sees that importance. And, and Paul was aware, or the writer of Hebrews was aware of this. He said, let us consider how we may spur one another on towards love and good deeds, not giving up meeting together, as some are in the habit of doing, but encouraging one another, 
and all the more as the day approaches. Actually getting together is the important part of making time because God speaks to us um, in our own quiet times in, with his word and our prayer, but God speaks to us as well in a gathering, whether it's a Sunday or a, or a, a Tuesday morning or Tuesday night and, and, um, or even on a Friday morning as we gather together and fellowship, even around the coffee morning, it's good that God is willing and wanting to speak to us. So we've got to make this time, make time that God actually can work into our lives. Um, so it, it was the right time it was not to waste time it was to make time but then it, as I thought about it it was the fact that um, you know a very famous uh, story that we read in God's word and, and the great state went and says such a time as this I'm sure most of you are, are already thinking of the story of Esther um, she was and her family and the Jews had been exiled in, in a foreign land and time was going on and, and the king of that generation had the queen and he banished her and then realized, I think, to a certain extent how much he needs a queen in his life as well. So he, he, they decided to get another one and, and they scoured around and they, they pulled in some, um, some uh, ladies from elsewhere and one of these was, was Esther. And it, it must have been, you know, it could have been absolutely anybody. Um, but for some remarkable reason, God chose her at this time. And she went into to the, the king's uh, court, uh, if you put it that way, and um, 12 months carried on uh, for her beauty treatment. I knew I should take longer than 12 seconds, so that's about all I did. Um, but 12 months getting beauty treatment. And, and still, it wasn't the right time. Um, but then... You know, time went on and, and um, the enemies of the Jews started to plot and plan and the, the months were going on and, and it, it comes right in the middle of it that the Jews were about to be killed and, and uh, her relative Mordecai was talking to Esther and he says these uh, incredible words. Do, you, do not think that because you were in the king's house, you alone of all the Jews will escape. For if you remain silent at this time, Relief and deliverance for the Jews will arise from another place. But you and your father's family will perish. And who knows but that you have come to your royal position for such a time as this. You know, God had a plan that he was working out for the Jews. And he chose to use Esther. Now reading it, that, those verses, it makes me think that she had a choice. She could have not taken that time. And God's plan would have still come about, but it wouldn't have been through Esther. God would have raised someone else who was willing to hear. You know, and it's, it's up to us. God has put us in positions to do things. Now, that may not be work. It might be work. It might not be work. It's the fact that we've been born in this area at this time. We're living in 2019. You know, some of us are older, some of us are younger. But this is the generation that we've been born into. Not by accident. It says that God knew us even before we were born. So he knew what timing we were coming into this time that we live in. And God has got a purpose and a plan that if we um, adjust our life to suit and seek to suit God's purpose and plan for us, 
these camps, the certain camps. Now, they may, may not be as grand as Esther. You know, we may not be nation-changing as she did because she stood up at the right time and, and told people to pray with her and to fast with her and brought about um, the, the saving of the nation of the Jews. Now, what we do may not be as grand as that. It may be quite small, but do you know what? At certain times, you may come across someone's path whether it is in the post office or whether it is in work or, or something, whatever, and we come across people's paths. You know, somebody, sometime or other, came to me when I was just, a, well, not even a teenager, and we were invited to Sunday school because my, my parents were, weren't interested in, in the sense of them going to church, but they wanted us to go to a Sunday school. And at that moment, somebody invited me, and then obviously we... I was interacting with different people. And somewhere along the line, someone brought God's gospel into my life and allowed me to know him. Well, if you know, somebody can do that from Pidwine you know, to, a, to a young lad as myself, well, God can do it for us as well, speaking into others' lives. You know, it, it might not always be to, to the unseen the final salvation, but it might be just the act of kindness and how important that is into somebody's life. And we may be the ones to bring that because we've been called to this time. So we've got to use our time for even such a time as this. Now Esther was able to do it because she was willing to put her time into God's hands. And we need to do the same as well for such a time as this. And then uh, fittingly, my last point is the end time. The end time. Second Peter says, um, Second Peter 3 verse 10 says, But the day of the Lord will come like a thief. The heavens will disappear with a roar. The elements will be destroyed by fire. And the earth and everything done in it will be laid bare. Since everything will be destroyed in this way, what kind of people ought we to be? You ought to live holy and godly lives as you look forward to the day of God and the speed of its coming. That day will bring about the destruction of heavens by fire and the elements will melt in the heat. Peter there very clearly in Revelations and other parts of God's word tells us that uh, this is all temporal and there is an eternal. And we will, uh, it went from eternal into temporal and going back to eternal. And we are going to be there on that last day. Now whether that is when Jesus comes and takes us away, which is my preferred option, but if, if we don't, if we have to go via the grave, well, we will know that we will see Jesus himself and, and things will be wrapped up. But we can see even now that the time is short. You know, you can see that hurricane last week, devastating. Um, and, and these um, global warming and everything else, whether people believe it or not, you know, things are changing and, and the earthquakes and, the, and the nature itself seems to be going something, anticipating the end of it. And Jesus tells us, and God's word tells us, the end is coming. You look at our country and you see Boris and all the others and all the things that are going on and you think, how long can all this go on? We don't know. But the word, God's word said, even almost 2,000 years ago, it said the time is speeding. Well, if it was speeding then, how much more is it speeding now? And We've got to realize that the time we live in is important and in one sense short 
So just the rattle of that time, time is the thing that uh, has gripped me and, um, uh, and for us to realize that our time is important. 24 hours in a day, I work it out, 86,400 seconds we've got a day. Um, 31 million in a year. That's incredible. Um, and it, it just, uh, time will, will go on very quickly. But the great thing about it all is that God wants to come into our nows, our right time. And he wants to bring things that into our lives. He, came, he did it to history as well. And he does it in our lives. At the right time, God supports, guides, helps, changes us bit by bit to be like him. So we need to value that time that we have. We need to make good use of it, not to waste it. We need to be willing to put our time into his hands so that he can guide us uh, in the way that we, we need to go. And that, that may be coming across other people's paths as well. But then in the words of Pastor Colin, time is short, eternity is long. I just got to die. We want to do things for God's glory and praise. I really do believe we're going into a new cycle of things. Even here as a church in Abraham, Pastor Lee coming along and bringing a new vision to us. And uh, even though you may see empty seats dying, I, I do believe this is the beginning of a new cycle of what God wants to do within us as a church. And as we commit our time to him and our way to him, um, God can bring about uh, incredible things that we can see in our generation. And I pray that God will do that. Can we pray? Father, I do thank you for each and every one of us here. Lord, we are your children. We, we belong to you. We've asked for your forgiveness in our lives. And Lord, we want to commit our lives so that we have you as Lord and God of our lives. Lord, we thank you for the so many gifts you've given to us. Lord, so many natural uh, material things that you bless our lives with. We thank you for the very breath that we breathe and the time that we're alive. Lord, may we value what we do now for, for eternity, eternity's sake. Lord, may we not see it as just something that uh, we, we do for ourselves, but that our commitment to you is, Lord, that you will use our time because we know that we are going to be with you in eternity. Lord, so help us go about our everyday lives willing and ready that you will speak into us and guide us and help us to bring you into others around us, O oh Lord. Lord, we, we want you to be Lord of all our lives, and that includes the time that we spend. So help us to continue to seek you, so that you will have glory and praise, O oh Lord. Amen. Thanks again for listening to this podcast. To hear more messages like this one, make sure to subscribe. And check out our podcast channel for past episodes. For more content from Gateway and to connect with us, go to gatewaychurchcumry.co.uk. Have a great day.